What is up? I am so glad you're here today. I'm sure that you read the title and are thinking, what is the secret sauce to losing fat or building muscle? Like, I definitely need to know this because most of us are always wanting to do one or the other or a combination of both. Sometimes we're just in maintenance and we exercise for just health, which is fantastic. I highly suggest that just for your body to exercise that way. But it's always nice to know, you know, what are the secret sauces of making this work? I'm sure you've heard oh, maybe I need to change up my rep cycle. Maybe I need to lift more weights. Maybe I need to do this type of workout. Maybe I need to eat this secret food or take this secret supplement or whatever. People like give you all kinds of things that they think is going to help you get progress. But what I'm gonna suggest today, you're probably gonna laugh at when I tell you, but I'm gonna tell you why it's legit. Maybe your rest window is actually what is hurting you. That's right, the amount of time you rest during the week. That means the amount of time you are not working out. And I know a lot of people are saying, oh no, this isn't me, this isn't me. I need you to listen all the way through this episode. It is really important because most of the time I have found that people who actually are not resting correctly are the ones who think they are. So it is really important that you listen to this. And I'm gonna break it down in a way that I'm hoping you haven't heard before to really simplify this topic because I'm sure you've heard, oh yeah, 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 I need a rest, okay, whatever. And then you just wanna move on and think about how you're gonna crush your next workout. I'm gonna make you realize, oh, The rest is legit. The rest is the magic. Resting is when I change. And I'm going to break that down so good for you today. It's going to be awesome. But first, I'm going to share a review. You guys know, if you follow the podcast, it helps the podcast grow if you leave a review. It is very helpful for me, and it helps me be able to produce more. So I really appreciate it. This review is from HHPEXA. Thank you, Andrea, for your realistic, healthy-minded views on a variety of topics. I look forward to your podcast drops every week, and I love your honest stories and how you breach topics that can be uncomfortable to talk about. The honesty and the humor make me feel powerful and make me want to take my health into my own hands. There should be more people like you in the world who are out to teach and make the world healthier and happier. Your reminder that you love your followers makes me smile every week. Woo! I'm sorry. I don't mean to get emotional. Here's something that you should know about me. My great-grandma, they described her as like a backbone of steel, but hands of velvet. And I think I take after her because I have thick skin. I am tough, but man, I can get touched by something so easily. My hands, I feel like, are like velvet. So I love these reviews. They really help me want to keep going, and they mean the world to me, and it really does help the podcast. So please go and leave a review, and maybe I will share yours next time. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. You click the top three buttons at the top of where you listen, and make sure you're following. I think on Apple, it's following now. I don't know every platform. And lastly, if this episode is helpful for you, please share it. Share it with your friends. Share it with your coworkers, with your spouse, on social media, wherever it is, share the news, share the knowledge, because the more that we can see a realistic, well-rounded view of health in so many aspects that it's become so extreme, the more it's going to be better for all of us. So please do share it. Today, we don't have a show sponsor, but I would like to give a shout out to a podcast that I truly love called The Pink Lemonade Stand. I was actually a guest on their podcast last year, and if you're looking for an uplifting, fun, and positive podcast, this is definitely one to add to your list. The guests they have are all amazing. It's going to leave you feeling awesome, and they always explain how they took their lemons in their life and made it into lemonade. So definitely check it out. 
It's called, again, the Pink Lemonade Stand. All right, so let's get into it today. Let's talk about why rest matters. I'm really going to break it down, and I know you're going to walk away going, okay, I get it. I'm going to be on top of this. Let's go. My name's Andrea Allen, and I am a mother of four girls under seven, a wifey to a mountain man, a personal trainer, and a nutrition coach. I love all things women's health and fitness, but let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated and it's not built for the everyday mom. There's so much conflicting information, and you're busy and you don't have time to figure it out. I hate feeling confused and overwhelmed, so I've made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering home for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here, and I hope you stay a while. All right, so here's how it's really going. Muscle is made when you are at rest. When you are working out, you are breaking down the muscle. You are working the muscle. And then when you rest, that is when the magic happens. That is when it is rebuilt. Now, I know you might be thinking, but my goal is fat loss. I don't care about building muscle. No, you do care about building muscle because the way to get more consistent lifestyle fat loss is to increase your metabolism. That is a huge thing. When you add muscle, your metabolism has to work harder to maintain that muscle. That means the more muscle you have on your body, the more calories you burn sitting on your couch doing nothing. This is super huge for keeping that high metabolism, and also even for as we age, because our metabolism naturally slows down as we age. So if we have muscle on our bones, it's going to prevent it from slowing down so much. This is also what stops you from that hamster wheel of where we're just trying to out-exercise the food that we eat. I always call it the hamster wheel because that's what you feel like when you're in it, where you're always trying to decrease your food and increase your exercise, and you're just yo-yoing back and forth, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight. It's so unhealthy for you physically, and it's really unhealthy for you mentally because you're constantly beating yourself up. So muscle does matter. Muscle makes weight loss maintainable because we have faster metabolisms. So whether your goal is to lose fat or to gain muscle, the more muscle you have, the better. And that muscle is made when we are resting. That is the magic. It's broken down when we work out. It's repaired when we rest. So let's talk about some common questions because I know you're thinking, okay, okay, so my muscle is rebuilding. I'm making my metabolism stronger when I'm resting, but there's still some confusion there. And I know as a coach myself, I get a lot of questions about this because within my own program, I have a mandatory rest day every week. And then I have a second one, which is optional. I say, if you feel tired, please rest. And if you feel good, then you can do a steady state, low impact exercise, but it's totally the person's choice. So that's one to two days built in that I highly suggest. But even with these guidelines, I know there's common things that people don't understand and they're trying to reach their goals. And I know you may be trying to reach your goals and you're thinking, I just want I just want the best information. I want to do it right and I don't want to worry about it. So let's talk about some of those common questions I get. One of the first common questions I get when I tell people to take a rest day is, okay, so on my rest day, do I eat less food? No. That is a solid no for me. And let me give you a few reasons why I think this and why not to overthink it and maybe a little bit of a shift of the way you're looking at that rest day as like not doing anything for your body. 
Number one, while it's quite possible you may need a little bit less food if you're not exercising, my issue is the mental connection because you're telling yourself mentally, okay, I'm not exercising, so I need to eat less food. And that's creating a negative connection with food and exercise. Like you're punishing yourself for not exercising. That to me is the worst of the two. I am very careful with my clients and with people I work with to not create that negative connection with food and fitness. It's the same thing as one time I had a girl I was speaking with tell me that she had a coach that told her, oh, after I eat out, my coach says, you need to go on an extra long run to run off all the food you ate the day before. My jaw like dropped. Like I literally was listening to her and I'm like, keep your face together, Andrea. Because I was so shocked that she had someone tell her that. Because that's a terrible mind-body connection. That's saying your food is linked with like your exercise in a negative way. So I want you to avoid that bad connection at all costs. It is so important because that negative connection is hurting people long-term because it creates a fear of food. Oh no, if I eat this, then I have to exercise more tomorrow. Oh no, if I don't exercise today, then I must need to skip lunch or breakfast. No. Stop that. Listen to me right now. Stop that. You don't need to do that. I promise you, you do not need to do that. So instead of thinking that way, I would rather you do another thought process on the day that you decide not to work out. I would like you to just intuitively eat and listen to your body. Listen to your hunger cues. Don't tell yourself that you need less food. Let your body tell you what your body needs. Maybe you won't be as hungry, and that's okay. Maybe you'll be just as hungry, and that's okay. Maybe you'll be more hungry, and that's okay. Let your body run the show. We've gotten so good at turning off our hunger signals and our full signals, and it's crazy. We've forgotten to listen to our bodies. So instead, I want you to intuitively eat and not focus on eating less, but think about what does my body need? Am I hungry right now? Am I full right now? And go off that and just feel good about that. If you're someone who really wants to stick with macro tracking because it just helps you find balance or whatever your situation is, that is fine as well. But I really do not want you lowering your numbers simply because you're not working out. I never have my clients lower their numbers on a rest day. That is not something I have ever taught, nor will I ever, and my clients still have killer results. So you do not need to lower your intake. Another thought on this, besides just saying, should I eat less, I'll just intuitively eat, is you may actually need more food on your rest days. Let me explain. So if you are doing a killer workout the day before, And then the next day, if you're truly repairing your muscle the next day or while you're at rest or that night or whenever it is, you might actually need more food in that moment to rebuild that muscle you broke down to make more muscle, because remember, more muscle is our friend, to make a faster metabolism. A faster metabolism is always, always, always your friend. So here's an example. I do leg day on Saturday. This is typically when I do a heavier leg workout. So I lift more weights on this day. For some people, they may go on long runs or they may do some other activity. doesn't really matter, but that's the example I'm going to use today. I lift heavy. And then on Sunday, the next day, I never exercise on Sunday. So on Sunday, I could make a mistake and say, oh, I need to eat less because I'm not exercising. But the truth is on Sunday, I like to intuitively eat. 
But I've noticed out of habit, I actually eat more that next day after a really killer workout. And I think it's because my body is repairing that broken down muscle and it needs the supplies. It needs the food to refuel. So I tend to eat more food on Sundays the day after a heavy leg day, the day that I'm technically resting, than on other days. And I'm okay with that. Again, because more food means more supplies for my body to make muscle, which means stronger metabolism. So less is not always better. So that's kind of a different way to look at that food on your rest day is A, intuitively eat, B, never not eat simply because your mind's telling you you're not hungry. Listen to your body. And C, you may actually need more food if you had a killer workout the day before and your body is trying to repair itself. And it's going to help you have a killer workout the next day when you are working out because you're fueled properly. So I don't want you avoiding food on a rest day. That's really important. The next question I often get asked is, do I take supplements on my rest days? So I do have an episode on the supplements I take. I take very few supplements in general, but I do drink a protein powder, and I often drink it on the day that I don't work out as well. And this is why. It's an easy on-the-go food for me. I typically will be in a rush to get to church, and I will throw protein powder in a shake with a full banana and some nut butter of choice, and I typically do chocolate protein, and it makes a delicious, quick smoothie on-the-go that's like an easy food. There's nothing wrong with that. Having protein on a day that you're not working out, there's zero wrong with that. That's terrible English. I shouldn't say it. I should say nothing wrong with that, but you're getting the point. There's nothing wrong with that because you eat protein in your food, in your diet as well. So that's very normal. There's been a misconception I hear with people where they say, oh, well, if I don't work out, I can't have protein powder. No, you can have protein powder whenever you want. Protein powder is just a supplemental form of protein, which you eat anyway. So it doesn't really matter that way. And it helps me make sure on the day that I'm not exercising, that I am getting enough protein. Because as I mentioned before, I never exercise Sunday. I tend to lift my legs heavy on Saturday. It's nice to know like, oh, I'm I'm making sure I'm getting enough protein for my body to rebuild that muscle to make it stronger. So that's totally just fine. Something else about that is protein actually helps with your skin, your hair, your nails. It actually helps us grow. So it's actually really important for your kids to eat a decent amount of protein. So while I'm not saying that protein powder is mandatory by any means, it is not going to cause any problems at all. And if anything, it's just going to help you make sure you're keeping your protein intake up. The next thing that sometimes people will have on rest days, which would be a supplement, is a branch chain amino acid. That is the full length for the word BCAA. That is a supplement that, again, is naturally in your foods already, but it, when it's supplemented that way, it can help protect your muscles from being broken down and used for energy in workouts. So a lot of people will drink it if they are intermittent fasting. I drink it during every single workout because it helps protect the muscle. And I think that's really important because to me, everything bases off muscle. Like no matter, as I said, your goal, muscle building, fat loss doesn't matter. The more muscle, the better. And I know that scares women sometimes because they think, oh, I don't want to get bulky. I promise you, if you're not taking some odd supplements to get bulky, you're not going to get bulky. You're just going to look like toned and amazing, I promise. So don't fear muscle. So you can have that as well on your day off. I know some people who just like to, I know my head coach, DJ, she loves just sipping on it on her day off. She's like, I just like the flavor. It's just a branched chain amino acid. I eat it in my foods anyway, so it's not a big deal. So that's another one that 
You by no means need to have it at all, but if you have it, it's not going to cause you any problems at all. Again, I've mentioned in my supplement podcast, I am a minimalist on supplements, so those are really the only two that I technically take besides a pre-workout, but even that, you obviously aren't working out, so you don't need that. So that's really all, and I have no problem taking any of those things on days I don't work out because, again, neither all of those things are in our foods anyway, so it's just like a supplemental form of it. The next question I hear from people when I tell them to make sure they take a rest day is people will say, well, what if I want to work out every day, or what if I like to work out twice a day? It helps me mentally. That's great. And I do understand that exercise does help with mental health. But the truth is, you are sacrificing your physical health when you overtrain. There's like this delicate balance between physical health and mental health. And if you are overdoing it physically, you're going to injure yourself. You're going to overdo it. And it's actually going to create more mental stress down the road because now you're injured or now you have pain or now something is broken or needs longer to heal. And so it's going to create more mental stress later. I am a massive advocate of exercise for mental health. I am very open about the fact that I have struggled with bouts of depression and that I have anxiety and that when I feel stressed, you better believe you will see me walking up and down the street. I love walks for my mental health. I do not have to do an insanely intense workout to feel myself calm from that situation and de-stress and to just calm those nerves out. So if you're someone who uses exercise as a way to cope with mental health, I'm on your same page, but you can just go on a walk. You don't have to do an intense workout and a simple walk up and down your street to get fresh air, go on a casual bike ride, something where your heart rate's not up is still going to have those same effects on you and help you clear your mind as you know a regular workout. So you don't have to do that. It's actually incorrect. You can have a casual walk outside, clear the mind, get your legs moving and still feel the ease for your mental health. A part two to that question is sometimes people will say, well, I missed the workout the day before, so I'm going to double up my workout the next day. And the workout I missed, for example, on Tuesday, I'm going to do my Tuesday workout and my Wednesday workout on Wednesday, one in the morning and one in the night. That again falls into the negative connection of like missing a workout where you're doubling it up. So I don't believe in that either. I don't think you should double up your workouts out of like, oh, I missed it. Let me make up for it. Just move on. That's not a lifestyle. It's going to be totally okay if you miss one workout. And number two, that can easily become a habit. And then you will start to dread working out because you'll be like, oh, I missed my workout. And now I have to do two workouts tomorrow. If you start to dread it, then you all of a sudden are doing zero workouts over and over again because it feels unmaintainable, which I do not want. And neither do you. You don't want to do something you feel is unmaintainable. Second, as I said, our muscle is rebuilt while we're resting. So if you're on a regular basis doing two workouts a day, like intense workouts, your muscle is never rebuilding. So don't connect that and just one workout, you're good. If you miss one, no big deal. Pick up the next day. Again, this is a journey, not a race. It's totally okay. The last thing about a rest day that I want to go over is overtraining. Now, if you haven't listened to episode four on four tips to boost your progress with workouts, it's a really good episode. It is episode 24. You can go back and listen to that. And I'm going to touch a teeny bit on part of that. But 
We need to talk about overtraining because that is a problem that stops people's progress, and it happens because of our workouts. So overtraining is a simple idea, but truthfully, it's when someone doesn't adequately recover from an intense workout. There's a few different symptoms for it. Some common ones are irritability, agitation, underperformance, extreme soreness where it's like doesn't seem normal. It's just consistent soreness and strain and pain. You can also have decreased immunity. So you might get sick more often because your body's having a hard time recovering its muscle. It doesn't have time to make your immunity strong because it's trying to like fend off you not taking care of yourself physically so it can decrease your immunity. It also can cause weight gain. Yes, you can be exercising multiple times a week, multiple times a day, and it will actually cause you to gain weight. Exercising too much without resting between can lead to low testosterone. Men need testosterone and women need testosterone. It is a great fat metabolism hormone. It is important, so do not be fooled. Obviously, the amounts that men have and women have are different, but It is our friend, okay? We don't want it to be low. And also, if we exercise too much, it causes high levels of cortisol because it's putting our body under too much stress too often. These hormone changes often are associated with lost muscle, which is the ironic part because we're working out so much hoping we get muscle. It decreases the muscle, actually, and it increases weight gain, and it increases excess belly fat. I know that for stress, and maybe you don't realize this, a lot of the stress receptors, our cortisol receptors, are stored in our stomach. And so when we are overly stressed all the time, then it is more common for the stress to store there and our belly fat to store there. And it is like a perfect storm with low testosterone and high cortisol and then those hormone fluctuations and low muscle, which means our metabolism's not as fast, and then weight gain. Dun, dun, dun bad news, okay? It is really bad news. So we really do want to be careful with that because that is like the opposite of why you're actually training so much. It is like this fine pendulum in the middle where when we swing too far either way, when we're not exercising at all, when we're not doing anything, then yeah, we have issues. When we're over-exercising, when we're over-beating up our bodies, we have the same issues. There's a happy medium in the middle, which is where we want to be. I have had clients, no joke, where when they sign up with me for just macro coaching, I ask them to send me their exact workouts. And I ask this because I need to know exactly what their workouts look like to build their macros and to help them balance their diet. And oftentimes, I will look at their workouts and I'm like, okay, so we're actually going to decrease the amount of cardio you're doing, or we're actually going to increase the frequency or the length of your workouts. And it shocks them. It shocks them and it's really hard for them to comprehend that that's actually the problem, that they are overtraining, that they are overdoing it, and they are not actually allowing their body to rest, to build the muscle, to see the change. So it is truly important. Okay, so now that you know that this is like a real thing and hopefully I answered some questions that you have maybe wondered when someone tells you to take a rest day, let's talk about some simple things that you can be aware of to make sure that you are resting enough. And these are quick so we can go through them pretty easily. First, you want to make sure in your workouts, there's a rest period. If you are lifting weights, there should be a rest interval. It can be anywhere from 30 seconds to five minutes. In 
Tabatas and some other style of workouts, there might be a 10-second window, but then there'll be like a 30-second rest between sets. So there just has to be a rest window, and it does vary drastically depending on the weights, depending on the cardio, depending on the workout. But there should be a rest window somewhere. You also should be very aware of the volume and the intensity of your workout session. So if every single day, six days a week, you're going like all out, intense, crazy, you're going to have a harder time recovering. I would suggest maybe doing three, four workouts that are super intense, awesome, and then two that are maybe a little bit more moderate because that's going to help your body adapt and flow and take more time to recover. For example, with clients, I have them do four pretty intense workouts during the week. And the other days I say you can do a low impact exercise or rest. So it helps them have levels of variation. I think that's really important. In any workout plan, you get in very consistent habits of doing the same thing over and over again. Maybe you're running every day for seven miles. Let's not do that anymore. Um, first of all, you should add in weights, just a side note. But in general, let's change up. Maybe one day you only run, you know, two miles and you do some yoga or you add in weights, which again, weights are your friend. Changing it up is going to be helpful. Changing up the intensity and the volume means like the length and the size of your weights and your reps. All of that is going to make a difference and being aware of that. You also want to schedule in a rest day. So on the rest days, people say, does that mean I have to sit on the couch? And I'm like, no, no, simmer down. We don't have to just sit on the couch all day. You can take a casual walk with your kids. You can go to the bike ride. You run errands. You do your thing. You don't have to be a couch potato. I just don't want you full out doing an intense workout. You also can't fall into the category, and I see you, I know that some people do this where you're like, oh, I'm going to go on a casual bike ride with my kids. And let's be honest, I've been this person too. And I'm like, casual bike ride. Okay, level 10 on this 10 speed, level <laughs> level 7 on this. I can barely pedal. I'm sweating. I'm dying. That's not resting. You can be casual. You can move your body. You can have a great day and do all your normal things. I just don't want you trying to get in a hard workout where you're getting your heart rate up extremely high and you're sweating, okay? I don't mean you need to sit on the couch all day. Move, live your life, enjoy yourself. Do whatever you'd like to do. Just don't try to like ease in that secret workout that you're not supposed to do on your rest day, basically. And the last thing that is probably the most important thing to be aware of besides your rest days is your sleep, The truth is your hormones are released while you sleep. So if you have just a little sleep, you're going to have just a little muscle repair because that's what helps the repair of it. Yes, you do it while you're not working out, but a big piece of it happens while you're sleeping as well. And I know, I know, mom, I see you. I see you, mama. I know it's hard when you have little kids. All I'm saying is do the best that you can. I'm not perfect at it either, but as Chris Walsh said, I don't know if you remember him, he was a hormone doctor that I interviewed on episode five, and I asked him about this, and I loved his response, and he said, sometimes it is more important for a woman or a mom to sleep in for an extra hour than get an extra workout in, and I know that's a different thought process than we often think, but that's true. Sometimes that hour of sleep is actually going to help our lifestyle, help maybe even our weight loss journey, our muscle journey, our mental health journey, our balance, everything else. Sometimes that sleep is actually going to be the best medicine 
over an extra workout. So just really take weight in what you have going on. And if you're exhausted, don't set the alarm an hour earlier to get in another workout. Maybe you need to take one more hour and try to sleep in or go to bed one hour earlier. Ask your partner, hey, can you put the kids to bed tonight? I'm actually going to try to go to bed an hour earlier to help myself get a little bit more sleep. Something like that I think would be helpful. And every situation is going to vary, but I think that that would be effective. Obviously, there's going to be balance with the sleep and the workout, but I just don't feel like the workout winning every single time is honestly a win in the whole long-term scheme of things. So just be aware of that. I know that we've been told to rest our whole lives to take rest days. I know that we know it's important, but I don't think that we always comprehend how much occurs on the rest day or how much occurs while we're sleeping. So I just want to remind you of that. Again, if this podcast was helpful, please share it on your social media or with friends. And as always, give me your feedback. I do love those reviews and I look for them. I hope this episode was helpful. I hope this week, if you were someone who's like, maybe I am overtraining. I exercise six to seven days a week and I go hard, hard, hard every day and I'm not hitting my goals. I'm talking to you. Maybe you should reevaluate and make some adjustments. That's it for today. And as always, you are always doing better than you think you are. I promise. And I love you. And I mean it. All right. Till next week. We'll chat later. Are you feeling like an old bitter rind? Sometimes life hits you with lemons. But here at the Pink Lemonade Stand, we're serving up smiles. Hi, we're your hosts, Nicole and Heidi. And every week we're reporting refreshing good news stories and discussing how to navigate things like relationships, work, wellness, and how to survive this dumpster fire of a year. We'll be interviewing fascinating guests, doctors, teachers, artists, celebrities, and our favorite friends who will share how they've turned lemons into lemonade. <coughs> Oops, pink lemonade. We ask the juiciest questions. Excuse me? And we save the zest for last for chatting about all of our latest obsessions and hot topics. There will be laughing. There will be crying. And each episode, we'll leave you with our motto, when life gets sour, we say pucker up and squeeze the day. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Type the pink lemonade stand in that search bar and press subscribe. You'll also want to follow along with us on Instagram at the PLS podcast for more sweet treats throughout the week. Come, Come sip with us. us.